0: Welcome back to the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. I'm joined by Daniel and Mooney. How are we, gentlemen?
1: Yeah, good mate. Very good, boys. Uh, I think first off, how was uh, Magic Round,
0: mate? Tragic Round, but he send off and 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 Sinbin Galloy. Red hot footy and uh, love being there live. And oh, I won't speak for Moon, but boy, howdy, that was uh, some interesting officiating, is what I'll say. Yeah,
2: look, it was good to good to be around some live football, so I was pretty happy about that.
0: The co- the oh, well, company we... I'm assuming was your highlight as well, Min.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, wouldn't fault so. Yeah, I would have thought so. You're welcome. <laughs> so, what you you didn't rate the calls on the weekend then?
0: Look, I don't think it was the referees' fault necessarily, but um, yeah, there was. Uh, it not not only hurt fantasy wise, it it just hurt optically seeing you know players being sent <laughs> off for for incidental contact. That's all I'm saying.
2: What do you mean I love going to football and watching all the players sit on the sidelines?
0: Yeah, no, it's almost like it's all about the refs. <laughs> uh, do my
2: head
0: in. Yeah, seriously Dilma hated. Okay.
1: Right, I I I I don't know. I thought it was a kind of a, a good thing to bring in, to be honest. Long term it'll be good, but I don't know. It must have been must have not been good to see though, I guess. Like when you want to see a good game of footy. Oh, I want to
2: go and watch some fast footy, and um, I'm going there and watching stoppages every ten minutes for someone to be um, sent off the field. That's a little bit disappointing, but you know, some of them deserved deserved what they got, some of them did not. But, you know, that's the way it goes. Just come I out
0: think. and say it. Just come out and say it. Papa should have been set off. Go on, say it. <laughs> I
2: was waiting for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on, say it. Look, the Raiders were my 50 yard. Just just quietly, if he's still on the field, but that's all yeah, right. Yeah, you know
0: what? He was he was probably on for, for, for five or six tries in that second He hour. was looking good. Of he was. <laughs> yeah, just quietly, though. <laughs> the Cow's arm probably wrapped. robbed as well.
2: Yeah, I agree. The, the arm wrapped, you reckon?
0: <laughs> was, that, <laughs> was that after the shoulder collided it with It wrapped space? around his head, but it wrapped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, is that the Tedesco ducking into <laughs> nah, that, no? The Lachlan
0: one Cowboys were robbed. Yeah, we were robbed. I mean, at least your robbed. team pulled it out. We were robbed.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it then, Score good. line didn't represent how good that game of football was, actually. Though
0: yeah, it did, it did get away from us a little bit, didn't it? But that being said, we scored a lot of our points with um, Tupanua off the field. So when he was in as well, but yeah, t- it's just tough though. Like I was, I was listening to um, listening to another podcast. Shout out bloke in a bar. Um, and they were, they said fin- Finchy Brett Finch was on there, and he said a lot of the games were decided within the first ten minutes because of send offs and sin
1: bins. Well, like, oh, the Dragons Storm game, even though yeah. the Storm would have run away with it, um, yeah. yeah. You know, like things like that. Like you know, Dragons didn't even get it. You know, they yeah. But look, let's get
0: let's get into it. Let's get into it now. The yeah, um, let's the talk fir- some fantasy. Hey, yeah, yeah. The first <laughs> first game um, uh, on the on the Friday night, uh, Tigers and Knights. How'd you how you see it, Daniel? What'd you reckon?
1: Look, I I thought it was a great game all round. Um, I was a bit disappointed to see the the knights kind of get on with it after our comments last week, when we really wanted to see um oh sorry the tigers go on with it when we really wanted to see the knights um take over a bit. But um yeah, the tigers started very quickly within the first what 15 minutes. Had three tries, so um very good to see and good signs for them moving forward. Um Dewey from Santa cop two tries, which is really good for his scoring. Got a 64. Uh, Brooks as well played quite well and was very involved. Even though Mbai actually seemed like the better, more dominant half, Brooks was doing a lot more of the running and actually got involved in a lot more of the the tries with a with a line break and a try to his name, which was uh, good to see. Um, yeah, some some okay scores there from those boys, but around, other than that, from like I guess other Tigers players that you would expect to score well, like your twelve and um, especially Little playing big minutes again. Just um struggled, I guess, with little only getting forty five, um, and twelve only getting what forty I think it was. So his minutes are still uh, he's struck still struggling to get minutes. So he's struggling um yeah to get scores. Um, outside of that, Laurie actually played not too bad, but didn't get involved that much. Um, and only got a thirty. But um, yeah, outside of that, not many other big scorers here from the Tigers board. Uh, which everyone was eyeing off as a, a good cheapy to get actually didn't get enough minutes and only scored a thirteen. I'd expect if he gets a starting role and gets eighty minutes he'll be scoring around the forty to fifty mark, but until then while he's on the bench he's probably not looking like a like a buy at the moment. Um, and M playing eighty played quite well um but only got a, a twenty seven. Is quite cheap though. I don't know. Would you guys consider MI as an option maybe? No, yuck. Absolutely yuck. not. <laughs> I mean, he's only 308K. He's not exactly expensive. He oh, my
0: good. God. Daniel, you, 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 bloody, you, you love a West Tiger's inconsistent back, don't you?
1: Yeah, look, I suck <laughs> I it in. Mate, I dropped Simpkin before this round just so I could have 17 on the park, so <laughs> I had to do it. Um, Yeah, look, I mean, he made 26 tackles, Embi, and uh, good base stats. To, to his it's name. Like 26 he...
2: tackles and ended up on
1: 27. Nice. Yeah, look, 26 tackles. <laughs> he had, what, uh, a tri-assist. Oh, my God. He got down here. He got a tri-assist, a line-break assist, 26 tackles, only made, like, 40-odd metres and a couple of kicking kick metres. But... I mean, in terms of base stats, he's scoring around a thirty. If he does anything in remotely in the way of attacking stats, he does okay. But I don't know if he's right. going to be playing eighty every yeah, minute. He's,
0: he, he's putting up Jimmy Roberts numbers. Put him in. it's like <laughs> it's like you're saying that every time
1: I every time I give a player a shout, it's like I'm saying, yeah, you must buy him. I'm just I'm just saying as a as a one to look out for and buy. You know, if he gets consistent scores, he is a center, of course. So like, he centers are very hard to pick up. So, um, if he starts to get you know around the thirty fives to forties, might. Look like a decent option at his price, but all right, anyway, you know Moon... no, 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 just quietly, the the it There, a little no, 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 that center <laughs> argument says a little no, 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 Burma, no let, let Moon talk. I'm, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm done. No, I can't even get around that. I just think you're wrong, but that's fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. uh, look, moving on to the Knights. Um... Yeah, not heaps of big scores. A few, um, a few decent ones in the likes of uh, Tyson Brazil smash out in eighty-one. That's looking pretty good. Um, he's keeping his price rises ticking along a little bit. That's nice. Um, shame he has to go and play Origin. Um, that's all right, Jaden Braley, Um, yeah, smash out of sixty-four. Not playing eighty is still a concern. It, oh, it's in the back of my mind, but he's still going to smash out these good scores apparently. So, um, don't mind that. Kurt Mann, um, another decent score. Same, actually, Phoenix Crossland. 47, um, I did not notice that, um, but that's all right for him. Uh, I he wouldn't be overly expensive either. So, um, But I think the biggest, oh, actually, and Connor Watson, um, getting his minutes increased a little bit with a, with a 53. Um, the big thing around Connor Watson for me is um, once Tyson Rizel goes into this origin camp, Connor Watson's minutes go back to what they were. they probably stick around this 50 to 60, 55 to 60 minutes, because he'll go back to playing that lock role that he was before. So wouldn't looking out looking at trading Connor Watson, if that was any thought in your mind. Um, but, yeah, a few disappointing scores from people like Bradman Best, um, who I think I'd personally tipped as someone who's going to be one of the best centers fantasy-wise this year. He's been um, a bit disappointing. Uh, David Clemmer, been a bit underwhelming this year, this year fantasy-wise. He's getting good minutes. But, um, yeah, look, 46, I'd expect that to be around the – 55 probably. Um, at least a point a minute, um, plus a little bit more, I would say, for David Klemmer, especially against the Ticks, surely. Um, yeah, look, everything else isn't really... Oh, actually, Mitchell Barnett, um, his minutes are decreasing big time, so if you can afford to to trade him out... Actually, no, nah, you know what? That's a lie. Once Tyson Brazil goes to origin camp, Tyson go will go... Uh, buddy Mitchell Barnett will go back to an edge and Jeez, head noise here. He'll go back to playing. eighty. And <laughs> no, get some got, you can school. do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I had a, a a couple of points on what you're talking about there, Moon. I think if the if the Knights actually, you know, start getting some attacking form, Bradman best won't be too bad. It's just his defensive effort that wasn't too, wasn't great. Like Dewey was running through him for most of the game um this week so i mean if they can start stringing together some good attacking efforts the and actually hit a bit of form best is good but i mean that's what happened last year as well his his attacking stats um saw him getting the 70s and 80s um compared to his you know low um low scores when they basically didn't do anything in attack when he was getting what 20s and 30s so um if his base is about 32, then it's not terrible, but he has lost a lot of cash already. So if you've got him, what do you reckon, hold or yeah. sell? Or hold? Yeah. No, hold him. And, and he, Crossland's I
2: think his attacking stats. Sorry, Bradman Best. They actually yeah. went to about 148 metres, couple tackle breaks, a line break. He had eight demerits. Don't know about penalties. He had well, what, one error, three missed tackles. So that 32 suddenly becomes a 40, and then that's a, a better score in my books um, for Bradman yeah. Best. But, yeah, I, see, I suppose I see your point.
1: And that's the thing. That's the defensive effort, right? He wouldn't have three missed tackles if the opposite center or the opposite winger weren't going straight through him. So, um, you know, if they score a few more points tonight, it's like they start scoring twenty plus points a game, he's you know getting up there in terms of scores. Um, and not, obviously not conceding forty points a game is, um, part of that. <laughs> but yeah, um, Crossland's an interesting one. How long's how long's Green out for? Because Crossland's only three hundred and thirty k. Uh, Blake Green was missing. Uh.
0: I think it was 4
1: weeks was when say he did four it. Weeks, but 4 to yeah. 6 I think when he did it. 4 to 6. Yeah. See that's that's the thing. Do you see oh. cuz even before then Green wasn't looking exactly great in this lineup and Crossons, you know, getting a few attacking stats. He had two tries assists in this game and did look quite good. Um yeah, what do you reckon? Is oh. go? Green comes back soon. Yeah,
2: probably wouldn't. If he comes back in four weeks, you're trading him in for, for two rounds. Don't love that. Uh, unless the only thing is they opt for Phoenix Cross and over Blake Green, but I can't see that happening as ordinary as um, I think Blake Green has been. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't. Um, don't know about you, Tom, if you have different opinions.
0: Yeah, look, I, I don't know. I think they seem pretty hell-bent on Blake Green as well, and especially, like... They took a loss, so if he's meant to come back next week or the week after or something like that, it's not like Phoenix Crossland's getting bulk wins for them or anything like that. So he's keeping there. I mean, they did they did get the win against the Durs last week, but yeah, I mean this week against the Tigs, obviously they they had you know their score doubled, but again KP was out, so I don't know. It Look for me, yeah, I it's it, it's too big of a gamble for mine. I, I wouldn't yeah. go there.
1: I think oh, that's fair. It's it, if he's coming back in like two weeks' time, then yeah, it's too too big of a gamble. Plus, is Mitch Pierce? I think Mitch Pierce is coming back late in the season as well. He, yeah, he's late. Yeah, so so yeah, yeah. worst comes to worst. Eventually, your best case
0: scenario, you got you got a you know you got a cloud hanging over your head of of maybe he gets dropped. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: just, yeah. best case um, scenario, you take that risk and he yeah keeps the spot over Green really, and then he yeah. gets dropped when Pierce is back. But that's yeah, yeah that's a huge if.
0: Yeah, and they've got to yep. get wins for him to keep your spot as well. Cause, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, yeah. Yeah. So, you're too predicated on that. Uh, boys, anything else you want to touch on from that game? No, we better move on. That's about Another it. Th- the other thing as well, though, boys, is sin binning, that, that genuinely is hurting fantasy scores because bear in mind, actually, Daniel, to your point, m is obviously sin lots of stuff and then all the other yeah. sin bins as well. So, like, it's it's tough, boys.
1: We actually oh, to- yeah. Yeah. I forgot we, about that. Remember when I got sin-binned like, with two minutes left in the game? Yeah. Oh, two minutes, two seconds left in the yeah. game. Like, so, so doesn't
0: he loses that. Yeah, so he loses five points. Yeah, all of a sudden he cracks 32. Um... No, you know <laughs> Thank what? Thank you. Suck, X Moses. Sorry. No, start <laughs> laughing again,
1: Vermo. Start laughing at me. Come on, oh, mate.
0: <laughs> I, I'm, to be fair, though, 32 is not huge.
1: <laughs> but for a oh. 300k center as base stats, I'd take that.
0: No, you're right. Flex on me with the 32. Fair enough. I try to help you. <laughs> it... I will. Oh, wow. That's you biting at the hand that's feeding you. Where are we? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> trying to help. Um, <laughs> speak, speaking of sin biddings, uh, let's get on to the seagulls and the Broncos. A um, bit of a one sided, uh, one sided affair. Boys, Mooney, get into it for me.
2: Yeah, look, I'm going to talk about the Broncos. Here, I'll let you talk about um, Manly Daniel. So, yeah, the Broncos, Thank all you. very underwhelming um, for the Broncos. You know, I think when Herbie Farnworth, actually not when Matt Lodge is his second top scorer. Um, I think that's saying a lot about your about your attacking perform about your performance um, as a team here, fantasy wise. Look, Jermaine Sako, he was he was okay. Um, you know his stats look all right, but you know it kind of doesn't really help when he's missing tackles at the back because he's one on one with someone with Turbo or whoever it is. He's just Jermaine Sako. He has he has three missed tackles, um, and suddenly that score goes to a forty three. So look, I think. Um, 37 for him, you'd, you'd probably just take it in what was a very poor Broncos performance. Um, Herbie Farmworth for me is probably a very interesting option. Um, if you're looking at a center wing fullback, a cheeky point of difference. Um, he's around 400 430, maybe. Um, 480. Mark, 480. Wow, he's more expensive than I thought. If you're willing to splash the cash, um, or maybe still holding on to like a Momorowski, um, and wanted to wanted to get rid of him. Herbie Farnworth is an interesting option there for me, but uh, Anthony Milford was disappointing. Tyson Gamble with a four was rough as he missed seven tackles, copped a sim bin. Um, So would have had a penalty conceded as well. So he has got 20 plus points in demerits. I think I looked at the other day, um, Jordan Rickey also 20, like it was looking like he's getting 80 minutes, but still very poor performance. Um, Copter Simbin as well and is on report and suspended for two weeks now. So that's a little ordinary. Payne Haas, um getting decent minutes, sixty minutes, forty one points, didn't really do heaps. Um T P J as well. Um probably the big fantasy relevant. Yeah, he How good's bringing him in this week and him uh, smashing out of 31? A rock solid 31 from TPJ. Uh, Thanks for my buck. Six missed tackles, two errors. Um, Wouldn't be too disheartened. He's obviously not a trade-out. He's going to be a season-long keeper, I'd say, assuming he keeps his spot, keeps his minutes, which I can't see him losing them. So, um, yeah, nothing but disappointments from this Broncos team fantasy-wise. Actually, (laughs) Didn't realise Jakey Turpin's minutes, thirty-three minutes compared to Danny Levi's forty-seven.
1: Don't yeah, get it crazy. But, What's um, going on there? Yeah,
2: don't get it from what. Um, oh, actually,
1: I, I do. I do remember this because I watched the press conference after this game. Walter said there was just no use bringing Turpin back on, so that's why Levi got the minutes. Yeah. Ouch. Doesn't he know <laughs> I've that
0: got a... Jake Turpin in a draft league? Kevin, stop holding the boys. <laughs> well, they were already worth forty. Oh, there's plenty points down. of boys bringing him back on. <laughs> He could have scored six. Ugh. We don't know. We'll never know, <laughs> Kevy.
1: Imagine that. It's like, oh, we're getting smashed so bad. There's no point sending out good players because you don't want to lose them next week. That's so <laughs> rough. Uh,
2: yeah. Look, that's the Broncos. I've got nothing more to add. Um, unless you boys want to chat anything more about the Broncos.
1: Nah. Look, I think if you have those plays, it's not. It, they got absolutely trounced this week against Manly. Like, if you have the plays in of weeks as well. What's that? Jordan ricky has gone for a couple of weeks now as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think there is a couple of cells like your Rickey's and your, uh, uh, who'd you say before? Like your, your gambles even, or even getting close. Like he would uh, have only look, got, I, like I would a hold 30. on
2: to him. Like you're coming up to origin, especially that you're going to need a half option. Someone like Nathan Cleary out. But the thing is, I've read somewhere this week that they're going to break this team to bring Carmichael Hunt. So oh. where he fits in, I don't know if he fits in this halves, then surely Milford gets dropped. Ah, sorry. Um, Gamble gets dropped and um oh it depends if he not if he plays in the half and plays a fullback, but Gamble would be the one to lose his spot there. I, I mean I don't mind Tyson Gamble. Watching him on the field, he brings a lot of he has a lot of chat a lot of energy. I like the way he goes yeah. about his football. Uh and it sucked to see him um get Simbin. I thought it was a bit soft, that one in particular. Um if you know, just my two cents. Um
1: but yeah. It happens so often when like players are going for the corner and step inside and the, the chasing player just throws out an arm. It yeah, happens I, I, he's
2: not upright as well and like you've, <sighs> I don't know, look, it is what it is. Um, just my opinion. but
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. Probably probably keep him. Hold on to him for now. He'll probably still make a bit more cash. But imagine if Carmichael Hunt comes in at fullback, because I'd imagine you keep your your Asakos through origin just because people are going to be running low on winger fullbacks in the way of, like, most people have, you know, Pappenhausen, Trabojevic, um, Teddy, Luttrell. They're all going to get picked for origin, so you need some sort of wingers. So I'd hold Asako, but if Carmichael Hunt comes in at fullback and Asakos... coming is in at
0: halfback, back, isn't he? Isn't who he knows? To is he touted? A touted,
1: touted to, but you never know. Like Kevy could just change things up.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just think at 36 years old, you probably don't want a 36 year old fullback. I wouldn't have thought. I mean, but you wouldn't enough. want
1: a 36 year old like 5'8", right?
0: I hey, I'd I would take Thurston at the cows right now. If you give me if you, <laughs> you give me a 38 year old Thurston, I'm taking him. <laughs> Sorry, Dave yeah. Clifford, I'd take JT in his current state over you. Still on I'm
1: saying. Righto. And with that, we'll move on to Manly, which had nothing but superstars uh, this week. Um, Surprisingly, DCE actually uh, beat Trubojevic in the way of top scoring with a 68. Uh, Turbo only had 59 to his name. Um, Look, they're nothing but stars at the moment. Schuster even had another good performance uh, this week and made up for last week's score with a 57. Uh, Lockie Croker still banging out good scores and still making some price rises, which is good to see, sitting on my emergencies with a 55. to power another good score in the 50s with 54 kind of back to his price where he started at the season Uh, started at the start of the season so um, probably going to be you know hovering around that 50 to 55 point uh, range I'd say Um, Saab as well just going from strength to strength scoring for fun at the moment had two tries to his name for a 53 and making some very good price rises made 70k this week so uh, he's on the up if you still have him definitely wouldn't pick him up if you don't have him at this point Um, he's almost 400k so um, yeah, it's a dangerous one to bring in and then he goes back to scoring you know 10 a game Um, could definitely happen if it doesn't go his way often um, but yeah, Lockie, Tra- Jake Travojevic, um, got a try and got fifty two. Do you still think he's a he's a, you know, cheeky buy option? Yeah. With the try? And 52. <laughs> oh, that's a rough one. Nah, get him in. If you take away that try and the line break, he's down to a forty. <laughs> Hundred and
2: seventy seven meters. You can't make this stuff up. He's looking red yeah. hot. He just made a whole lot less tackles because, you know, it was the Broncos and they didn't have the ball all game, so that's yeah, you're his, right. that's where he's just lost an easy 10 15 points so that score goes up to a 65 pretty comfortably yeah. if they're playing a decent team they have to do some sort of defense
1: yeah fair um outside of that since um since Trabojev- uh, Tom Tom Trebovich has been back in the team um Morgan Harper's scores have come to be a like a keeper level center now that he's getting a few more attacking stats and he's actually getting the ball with some space on the on the wing there at center um so He's honestly looking like a decent center option, but probably a bit expensive at this point. Um, but just a, you know, a point of difference center while the ball Manly is going well. Um, outside of that, Olaquatu hasn't been doing that great in terms of uh, scores. Still, you know, only scoring between thirty and forty points a game, even with big minutes up around. I think he had 70 odd minutes this this game. I did see him on the bench a bit. So Yeah, 50, um, yeah so uh yeah, he's I mean if you have him he's still making a bit of cash, but surely Sirenen's in this week or next, so um be ready to sell him any any day now. Well the um, thing is
2: um Josh Schuster might get moved into five eighth with Q and 4 on out, so koatu might keep his spot for a couple more weeks if Siren comes back.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot that Foran
2: got injured.
0: Yeah, Kate very Carsten interesting Would get moved yeah, to but Carsten I think be.
2: Schuster will. <laughs> Really, yeah, that's why I think. Oh, look, if they want Kim Foreman to um off, off contract at the end of this year, I think that they promised Josh Schuster that six spot. You know, I know Tom, you and I spoke about this when we watched the game and said, you know, surely Josh Schuster is a, a gun, um, second roller, so you know, why fix what ain't broke? But you know, if they do end up playing him at six, um, I suppose they at him now and see how he goes and if he's actually turns out to be a proper weapon then you know maybe it might work out but you know if it doesn't doesn't work then they can just pop him back in the second row drop Olakowatu and no harm no foul right so I think that they pick Schuster yeah.
1: at 6 perfect timing really
0: or unless Dylan Walker comes back because I don't know when Oof. he's
1: back Big-offed. I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how do. long I
0: don't know how long he's out for
2: uh, I think he was out for four to six, and that was probably four or five rounds ago now. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Round, oh, yeah. That was round... that
0: first Warriors
1: game too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, like the... the... I'm, um, I'm getting the. I'm getting. I'm getting this in my ear. Yeah, round twelve from. Uh, from our producer. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you've got a producer. When do we get one of those? Yeah, he's he's overseeing our uh, our uh, you know, chat here. Well, wow, we <laughs> we I don't we are official, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, he he loved that shout, yeah. Yeah, not a problem, Dunham. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll have more of that. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's
2: interesting to, though, but you, yeah, carry on about the the manly team.
1: Yeah, oh that was really it. So for him being out, yeah, like I, like you said, it leaves that uh, spot open for Schuster. I think you're right. This this is probably the best the best chance they have to bring Schuster into the five eight position and see how he goes. Um, while Foran's out and while Dylan Walker's out, still I guess. So, um, like you said, if he if he turns out to be a gun there, like he's got a bit of ball playing as we've seen. So, um, yeah, if he if he plays well there, he might keep it for the rest of the season and you might not see Foran again. Yeah, it's against oh, it's against Para too. So it's going to be a hard one for him. Um, I mean, I'm worried with Trubovic, uh Turbo in his form. You mean Jake, right? The better, the better no, I keep saying Trebouvitch, but I mean Turbo. <laughs> 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 Tripod Tommy. <laughs> Strikes again. Right, let's move on.
0: <laughs> right, the the uh the game the game that you were the most excited for obviously Moon uh, dogs and uh, dogs and Durs. Bit a bit of controversy around this one, but never in doubt as as you were telling me all day, never in doubt. Uh, Daniel, why don't you kick us off for this one? Many, many I'll say the Raiders boys for you, Daniel Faraway.
1: Yeah, right. I'll talk about the the, the dogs then. Um, look, the dogs. Not uh, this wasn't the best game to watch. I don't know how it was live, but um. The dogs, you know, fought valiantly, but geez, when they were, when the Raiders were down to 11, they, they turned to, they played like they were in round one or two again. Like they were struggling. Like it looked like they were playing against 15 men. Um, I don't know what happened to them. It just, they, they looked like they were struggling in terms of like game management. Like they needed a controlling half to take control there and, you know, steer them into a win. They just needed to keep the pressure on and they would have got away with a win here, but Raiders looked looked very good late on. Um, Anyway, in terms of scores, DWZ uh, kind of saved his scores a bit late there with a with a try. He was still looking to get like a forty, but yeah, with that that late try uh, boosted up to a sixty-six, which is good uh, for him. And he was a, a decent cheap option at the start of this season, but now he's up to five hundred k. Um, already made one hundred and seventy k price rises, so probably a bit priced out and not as consistent as you want from a winger fullback. So probably steer clear of him. Um, in terms of fantasy relevant players from this dogs team, there isn't really a lot. Uh, Luke Thompson smashed out another 56. Still looks like a very solid uh, middle option. Um, got almost 70 minutes as well. So if he keeps those minutes up, scoring you know around the 55 to 60 mark, yeah, definitely a keeper in that spot. Um, who else is there? Jake Avarillo as well, playing halfback. Um, got a lot of kick meters this game compared to what he'd normally got at 5-8 with either a Flanagan or a Lewis in the squad. So um, that boosted his scores up to a 54 is genuinely, if he keeps that spot. Um, keeps that halfback spot for the time being, he's going to score quite well um, with a P out of 54 this week. So obviously Flanagan or Lewis is going to come back in there eventually, but yeah, looked, looked very good for, for a 54 obviously um, didn't do much of the ball playing, but yeah, looked, looked quite good. Brendan Wakem on the other hand, um, on the other side, doing a lot more of the ball playing a lot more of running the ball. Um, only got 38, struggled to really score, but did look quite uh, dynamic on the other side of the field. Um, Look, that's really it uh, for the dogs. I don't think there's many other fantasy options other than maybe Adam Elliott. Uh, He, you know, nearly got 80 minutes and scored 42. That's probably where he's going to be scoring for the rest of this year, around that 40 to 45 mark, I'd say. Uh, Probably not much more to him then. And Kotrick actually got a try and boosted his scores up a bit um, from what he's been uh, getting. Recently had six tackle busts for a 47. So, um, yeah, back to his, you know... um, mainly attacking stat scoring ways um, if, with that score. He's only 377k, so he's a decent pod centre option if you think he's going to... or centre wing fullback option if you think he's going to bounce back and um, not get as many demerits and get more attacking stats. But um, yeah, definitely a risky uh, option there. But quite cheap for a Kotrick type if he can consistently score 45 to 50 points from centre, which he's definitely capable of. He's a, a good option. Um, but outside of that, just a shout-out to Joe Stimpson getting eight minutes and scoring four. Anyway, Moon, do you want to talk about the Raiders? <laughs> what a man. Yeah, yeah, let's talk about the Raiders.
2: Um, yeah, a few um, a few decent fantasy... Oh, actually. Yeah, some solid fantasy scores here. Caleb Aikens, um, three tries. This helped him along to a 51. Uh, he's had almost 120K in price rises. So if you picked him up from the start at Tom... Um, Thank you. Pretty pleased with um with his performances. Um, yeah, he will hopefully get a couple more weeks before Nickel Clockstad is back. Not Nickel Klockstad. My apologies. Uh, is back. Um, not sure how long he's got, but uh, for fantasy sakes, um, yeah, you'd hope the Caleb gets a couple more weeks with a, He'll have a lowish break even. Um, Bailey Simonson not doing a whole a whole lot. Um, to back up last week's score, but Curtis Scott probably had his, had his definitely had his game of the year. Um, scored a try to a 58. Um, that was very nice to see. Um, Jack Whiten, um, bit disappointing. He didn't it didn't wow me watching him live. He um, I didn't think he controlled the game overly well. Um, actually, neither of these halves I thought controlled the game particularly well. Um, but that's alright. Uh George Williams though, um 57 was kinda nice to see. Josh Parley, um Puppley, he was he was on for a monster score. He was before he got sent off, he would have been on what forty four and thirty minutes. Um and phew, yeah. yeah, geez, he was going on. So That's rough. Um yeah, yeah, very rough. And he's out for three weeks now too, so um yeah, no, that's what straight hard. after he that he goes into sell. Queensland, yeah, camp, right? Camp, yeah, camp, yeah, So he'd be a cell. Um, Tommy Starling, well, he's, gonna, he he's gonna miss Origin actually. He misses Origin One, he'll come back for Origin yeah. Two, though, won't he? Yeah, so he might come back and play one game before he goes back into or miss the next game for Origin Two, right? Is that how it works? I think that's how it works. There's a game yeah. in
1: between, but yeah, I'd, I'd still say he's a cell, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of games That'd out, yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: Tommy Starling getting seventy-eight minutes was um, was good to see for his fantasy stats. Fifty-four points, and we'll get at least next week playing a should play eighty. Um, they might pick a Billy, I suppose. But um, Josh Hodgson copping a week's suspension. Um, Harry Ronaira scoring against his old club on his way to a fifty-seven was good to see as well. Um, so, yeah, keep his price rise ticking along. He still, had, he still had a few missed tackles, uh, 44 tackles, three misses. And, yeah, so he could have had a 65-odd um, if he had uh, got rid of all his demerits. So, yeah, that no, was good to see. But um, Khan, the Raiders, never in doubt.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you looked better with 11 players than you did with 13. So. Oh, <laughs> no, man. no, that was down to the Raiders or the Dogs, to be fair. Yeah, it was... A lot
2: of errors, but um, we were very vocal <laughs> Raiders fans for that game, so it was good to see. It was um, it was fun live. It was close, so yeah.
1: That's so all right. I guess in terms of fantasy from this Raiders team, what do we what do we think about Tom Starling with him playing just about eighty, with Hodgson um coming on playing thirty five around that middle mainly as a middle forward type player um is Starling an option again because he's still quite cheap for a for a player scoring around four, uh, 55 a game and getting 80 minutes at hooker. Yeah, I quite like him. Um he didn't Josh Hodgson didn't come on the second half, so
2: um even if they do decide to bring Tom Starling off, I still think he plays 60 minutes.
0: Um, and just just on that, I'm pretty sure he was an injury replacement was he not? Josh Josh Hodgson did someone not get get injured or something like that and and he had to come in? No, nah, someone, um, oh, so, someone went off for HIA or something. Just
2: played middle, um, for Denan Louie. I don't think he
0: got Oh, I thought someone went off for a HIA or something. Okay, that's all right. I
2: yeah. Might be going
0: crazy. I must be going crazy. I'm sure that I remember, but um, yeah. Oh, maybe he did. Because I remember, maybe... some, yeah. Because there was a bit of a reshuffle or something like
1: that. It and might should... be one to to wait a few weeks on then, just because I guess you had Josh Papali out, um, getting binned. Not binned, sent. Um, and then you also had what White and got got binned as well at yeah. one point. So, you know, maybe maybe in an ideal situation for, for Ricky, um Starling does come off and Hodgson does replace him, but maybe just because of what happened, they both came on. I don't know, but yeah, maybe it's one just to wait on. But yeah, Starling looks what at five hundred K currently still looks good. Yeah, it's
2: going to be interesting next week with no Jack White and no um, Papa e no Josh Hodgson. So, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a very interesting Raiders squad come TLT tomorrow. Absolutely. Or on Tuesday, yeah.
0: No, nope, agreed. No, I mean, you were, you were cool, calm and collect during that game. There was uh, never a <laughs> bead of sweat. You were you were completely in control. So, to be commended, mate. Apologies to
2: the little Souths fan sitting in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah 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 he, he screamed yeah, at a child yeah
2: <laughs> no i didn't scream at the child i screamed up on top of no you know what you know <laughs> nonetheless, what? <laughs> nonetheless she read. she no, ran like oh, just kidding
0: no she was a very
2: vocal south fan to be fair i was very impressed that's all right
0: yeah it did all right um she speaking of Souths, yeah speaking yeah, of the show <laughs> um south and uh and sharks boys uh how'd you see it daniel
1: yeah, good game. Um, Rabbitohs looked very good um, against the Sharks. Sharks had a bit of a fight back there, which was a bit, uh, uh, let's just say, oh, I don't even know what to say. It was a really, a, to be honest, a poor refereeing call that I think caused the Sharks to, for, will cause this game not to be as interesting as it could have been, really. Sharks were making their way back, getting back into the grind, and then that that crusher on Cody Walker, um, yeah, brought that basically to a halt and the Rabbitohs ended up getting on with it. So, um, nevertheless, the the Rabbitohs plays in terms of fantasy had pretty good games. Jro with that try at the end, boosted his score to a 69. Nice, looked very good. Um, outside of that, four tackle busts made over 100 metres, plenty of tackles in the middle, looked very good. Um, Damien Cook uh, made 50-odd tackles and a bunch of tackle busts through the middle as well. So, he got a 64 and he's looking like a... Um, player to bring in now that he's lost about 100k to be honest he's only sitting around the 720k mark um, lost a lot of cash and he's starting to get his scores back into that consistent you know um, 55 to 65 realm so he's scoring quite well and consistently for a, for a keeper hooker um, so one to look at if you can get him in maybe after origin though just because he most likely will be the origin hooker Um, still very interesting to see the makeup of the new south wales origin squad though um Cody Walker had a very good game at fullback as well for the Bunnies. Got two tries and a couple of tackle busts as well. Um, yeah, just played very well and was in, involved in a lot of uh, a lot of play. So uh, had a very good score and brought his um, brought his price back a bit. So he was dropping cash fast, but with that 62, he kind of stopped the stopped the rot, so to speak. Um, outside of that, Reynolds had a, a decent game, 54. Probably not a half to be looking at, but you know, um, if you've got him, he's you know ticking along, which is good. Back to Um, Good scores in the 50s, which is nice to see. Um, Kolo Matangi is an interesting one. He's still owned by about 7% of teams. Um, Got a try and only got a 43. Got another price rise, but probably looking like a sell. What do you boys think? He's probably the most interesting one from this Souths team.
2: Yeah, Kolomotangi doesn't really put up good fantasy scores unless he's really heavily involved uh, attacking wise. So I don't like it. Um, again, it depends where your issues are on your team, whether you are selling him or not, though. Because me personally, I am struggling in other areas rather than my um, my mids edges. So um, I, if you can hold him, then um, and you, you know to fix other issues, then you know it's it's okay. But if you can upgrade him, then I absolutely would.
1: Yeah, like he, he should still play eighty, I guess, even through Origin period, because you're gonna you're gonna be missing um, some of the other forwards around there at the at the bunnies. So he should play um, decent minutes and should still be getting eighty. Um, yeah, it's a tr- period. It's, to tra- yeah. it's like
2: you can keep him, just let him play the round seventeen, um, that round seventeen game, and then you can trade him, or you know you can just get rid of him early. Um, for this round 13, get someone in that's going to play that round 13. um, Yeah, because his scores
1: aren't going to exactly be great unless he's, like you said, heavily involved. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's probably about it. it. I guess Gagai we've been talking a lot about. Um, He struggled. Um, He had a couple of tackle busts, but didn't really... wasn't involved a lot, and he kind of got run over a few times, had a lot of missed tackles to his name, and only scored a 20, so he's the other other fantasy option that struggled, but he's, you know, he's coming down in cash and he might be an option to go in the future. I'd say if you've got him, he's definitely a hold. He, he does look like he's going to be a long-term keeper, especially for that difficult center spot. Um, but yeah, he's going to obviously have a, a couple of rough games, um, while the bunnies are, 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 are taking on points, basically, I'd say when they're at full flight and they've got their full team, like Latrell's back, especially with Latrell and Gagai had a very good combination before he was out. So, um, yeah, Gagai's a hold, I'd say long term. Yeah, Latrell, Gagai, Johnson, that edge is unreal when um, yeah
2: at full strength that team. But um, nonetheless, we'll move on to this exciting Sharks <laughs> makeup. Um, yeah, a few decent scores, uh, a few alright scores here. I've, Jump straight to the fantasy relevant ones. Um, actually, the only fantasy relevant one, Matt Moylan King, is back. Get him in. Um, look good, 41. life, baby.
0: Look good. They're worth the price of admission. Yeah, look good. <laughs> I'm telling you.
2: Oh, actually, he took on the line a lot. To be fair, Matt Moylan. Yeah, you were him.
0: worried. <laughs> you should. You should have heard him. Honestly, he's sitting there every time. It's. It's like. It's like. It's like. It's like he was his mum at, at his first ever game. Every time he took, he's like, oh, 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 oh. oh. Every he, he goes to a bubble wrap before he, yeah, he got <laughs> Chad's goes. Oh, I, I get nervous every time he takes on the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was
2: very nervous, but I like liked to watch. It was good to see a little bit of confidence in him. I uh, had a few tackle breaks and um, made some decent meters. Just missed a heap of tackles in typical Chad uh, in typical Matt Moylan um, style. But that's all right. Forty-one from him was all right. Um, Chad Townsend suddenly becomes reasonably fantasy relevant when Sean Johnson's not there. Forty five from him. Um, you know, nothing amazing in, in any category. Missed four tackles, had a decent amount of kick meters, I think, is probably where a lot of his points come back from, but kick goals as well. Um, otherwise Aiden Tolman and Blake Brady, probably the other two um of mention. Um Aiden Tolman's ticking along nicely with a decent three round average of probably around probably around the forty seven, forty eight. Um he actually had a decent 50 plus. I think he's about week, 50. So yeah. Yeah, I was going to bump that up to a 50 odd. And Blake Braley's, um, yeah, his scores are coming on nicely around that 55 mark everywhere because he's playing 80. So don't mind that as a cheeky option as well if, um, you know, you want to load your bench up with all these hookers. So yeah, load don't up mind on that. Hookers. From Blake load up on hookers. Yeah. Not, anyway, not that's bad really about it. Myself. Andrew Fafida was unreal with his two stints of <laughs> about eight and a half minutes each. Mate, oh. He
1: got a try off his... Uh, he chased that kick, that bomb, and offloaded it to Aaron Woods. Got a try yeah, how's, that?
0: how's that for a blush from the past? <laughs> Fafita, Andrew Fafita to Aaron Woods.
1: <laughs> Why is Fafita <laughs> chasing a bloody bomb in the first place? An attacking kick, and the only two players that were chasing it were two front rowers. What's Just going there? Pure
0: speed. Get it to your speed, man. <laughs> Mate, he's had a good off-season. Go Let him do what he wants. Yeah, Daniel, you, you've been talking about his off-season, buddy, all year. This, to be this fair, is, it, finally we get to see him. This this off season of doom. This this, yeah, this can confirm he did on. train the house down.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the house down. He, had, he had an extra
0: ten weeks to train the house down before he buddy got picked.
1: He's uh, PPM so, though, pretty good. Fifteen points from nineteen minutes. Uh just, hey, just get him on there for fifty no, plus minutes. And well that, that's
0: that's how impressed they were with his preseason. They wanted it to go for another ten weeks. So I was like, Oh, we can't have this preseason end. He's been training the house down.
1: <laughs> just training the house. Him the, get him on the socials. Yeah. 100. Keep him keep him up.
0: Yeah, why not? Just watch Andrew Feed it, train the house down. <laughs> anyway,
1: anyway, it's about it. No you know,
0: sharks. M- On to the main game, boys. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, sure. Um, honestly, I, it, it took us a little while getting home because I was filing, uh, I was filing a police report because I uh, witnessed the cowboys get robbed. <laughs> um. So yeah, it took us a little while go. to get back to the hotel room because I was uh, spending all night at the Milton Police Station. I uh, had eyewitness of James Tedesco absolutely robbing the cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> no it's not far far away
1: boys because uh you look I, i'll recuse myself because i i, I Wait, might be biased i want your perspective here so so burrs tackle on teddy fair Yep.
0: no t- a teddy headbutted him in the stomach unlucky
1: <laughs> it was a it <laughs> right. wasn't fair like it was high
2: but it, only because tedesco rough. fell into it so it was a rough yeah what's
0: well, tough with teddy it's it's like it's like when you pretend to be a short person you know when you put shoes on your knees that's how teddy runs you know what I mean? Like he's, he's trying to get as low as humanly possible. Um, but
2: we've seen it the last few weeks. So like the same thing happened to, I mean, not that I'm going to compare these two tackles. Jordan, Jordan Pereira's. Pereira's. He fell into it. And yeah, yeah it was a did. whole lot worse. So he, yeah. pro- he deserved He deserved you know, that send off Jordan Pereira.
0: But... Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to say Teddy deserved to get in there. And I was like, no, No, no no, says...
2: no. no. am um, not going to go ahead and say that. But I'm going to say that Jordan Pereira did deserve that send off. But because Tedesca falls into that tackle, it makes it a whole lot worse. That that arm hits Tedesco around the gut or the chest yeah. if Tedesco is upright. So yeah. it makes it very hard when someone is running like that, and it's not something that's going to change. He's done it forever, so you're going to have to change your tackling style for that one player. Yeah. It's going to be the hard thing.
0: But the other thing as well is that when Teddy hit Lachlan Burr, it was like in his like, peck-slash-shoulder-ish area, and then like he slid down to his stomach and then got up with the buddy HIA for two seconds then came back on the field. So like... Uh... I just think it sucks for a, for for the Cows to lose. Like, Cows want a bit of a comeback there. They lose a player for 10 minutes and Tedesco, but he runs to the sideline, runs straight back on, and he's absolutely fine. So, I don't know. I just think for, for incidental contact that Tedesco, buddy fell into, I just think that's rubbish that, you know, the Cows had to lose a player for 10 minutes. Right. I and love, and, I, I and, and our most creative playmaker in Lachlan Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we we're, were deprived of speed Look, it, it was
2: rough to see It was rough to watch for the Cowboys Because they were looking good And we, we did have a good game on our hands um, And you know, the momentum was probably changed after that You know, it was what, 14-10 or something like that at that stage And yeah.
0: But I suppose you make the argument as well the other way Is that 2.0 is 10 minutes in the bin With probably, again, not, not too bad And got sent off at 10 and the Cowboys worked their way back into it So I guess it swings, swings around, you know Yeah, look Yeah, I, around, I <laughs> Oh, I didn't say it, Lockie. I didn't say it. No, I I was
2: waiting for you to say it, but that's all right. I pulled out of it. (laughs) First time in my
0: life I pulled out. (laughs) Sorry, Sorry,
1: children. Um, Daniel, which of <laughs>
2: these two teams
1: do you Yeah, I think I'll uh, I'll talk about the Roosters, Roosters pack here. Um, the last uh, few weeks, we've been talking about a few of these Roosters players, and what we've been talking about has kind of uh, come to fruition, so to speak, here. Uh, Crichton got a, a big score in 87 with two tries and five tackle busts, made over 170 metres, looks quite good. Um, as we've been saying, he scores, you know, 30, 40 here and there, and then he gets these big scores in the 70s and 80s. So uh, he's back up to his scoring potential, which is good to see. Uh, Teddy's bounced back with an 80 from his low you know, 30s, 40s scores, so um, that's very good to see, and he'll probably be a uh, buy for a lot of teams this week. He's definitely going to be as cheap as he can possibly be, I'd say, this year at a 577k. His break-even's 44. If you don't have him already, even with Origin coming up, you have to get him in. Um, Yeah, he won't be this cheap for long, especially playing the, the Broncos this week. Um, Ikavalu has been interesting. He's uh, scoring quite well on that wing. Uh, had a pretty tidy finish as well uh, for his try, and also had four tackle busts and over 170 meters this week as well. Got a 64, scoring quite well on that wing, um, but very expensive at the same time. 570k, probably a, a one to avoid really. Um, Lockie Lamb is quite interesting from this team. When you can when you compare these two halves together, I guess in Sam Walker and Lockie Lamb, um. It looked like Lamb did a bit more of the work for the Roosters in this game. Um, Sam Walker, of course, had a try and looked quite dynamic. Um, but he, uh, in terms of the the playmaking and the kicking, it looked like Lamb did a lot more of the work. Uh, obviously, when Keary was in the squad, Lamb didn't look like he was doing much. And he was just kind of there as a passenger to Keary. But now that he's doing a bit more of the ball playing, might see his scores increase. Um, might be one to look out for in a week or two if he starts to, you know... Um, String together some scores in the forty-five to even fifty-five mark. Um, could be a decent option in the halves, but that's a that's a big if because Sam Walker can also have those games where he goes off and gets the sixties plus. So, um, yeah, one to look out for in between those two. Not sure who's going to be the the dominant scorer, but yeah, keep an eye on those two. Um, yeah, Sam Walker with a thirty-three and a try, a uh, bit bit rough. Also had four missed tackles. Um, got a break even in the mid 40s I think it's thirty-eight this week. So uh yeah he's owned by nearly 50 percent of teams might be one to uh nearly even sell depending on um what his scores look like in the next couple of weeks obviously hold him for the next week or two to see how he goes but uh yeah if he if he keeps struggling to get scores like he was you know in the 60s and 70s when he had a big hand in the game um yeah might be one to offload sooner rather than later um Outside of that, I think that's really it from this uh, from this Roosters team. Not a many other players, other than Takiyaho was a pretty big middle for for the Roosters at the start of this season. Has lost a lot of cash, and his scores have been really struggling this year. So if you're still holding on to Takiyaho, he only got a 25 and barely any minutes as well. So um, he's definitely a sell. But outside of that, Moon, do you want to talk about the cows? Would love to. Um,
2: sort of a few. A few talking points here, first of which being Val Holmes been saying at for however long now. Um, pumped out another 50 score here at fullback, taken along nicely with six tackle breaks and 191-odd metres. Um, so love to see that. Still looking like a cheeky pod in the wing of fullbacks area. Um, Scotty Drinkwater with a couple of meat pies, um, smash out 69. Nice. Um, which is good to see. Played a cracking game, I thought. So um, seemed to be in everything. So, um, did enjoy that. Um, yeah, still risky option for a winger fullback. Um, you know, he's Julie and I do love having a, a half or a, or a center playing my wing of fullbacks. But when there's so many, um, young winger fullbacks going around for fantasy this year, um, it's going to be hard to slot in, but you know, wing of, he's, um, a point of difference winger fullback. Nonetheless, if, um, if you're looking that way, uh, um, yeah, look, Shane, these, these edges are sort of interesting for me as well. I, you know, not normally one to touch on these, you know, edge players for the Cowboys. But, you know, I kind of thought that if one of them or both of them played 80, that they could be cheeky cash cows. They could, you know, around the 400, 450K, both of them roughly. But Shane Wright's been underwhelming, 28 in 80 minutes. And Mitchell Dunn has been a lot better with 51 and 68 minutes. Um and didn't do anything spectacular, missed less tackles and made more tackles than um, Shane Wright. So, um, interesting to see a little bit, um, some fluctuating scores there from him, though. Um, Jason Tomlala, though, um, his minutes are interesting to me. 64 minutes, um, smashed out of 50, which is good. Didn't Didn't have as much of an impact on the game as what he did last week, but the fact that those minutes are up around 64 is um, huge for for me. Um, what do you think, Daniel and Tom?
1: Yeah, I, I think that's very encouraging because that's that's a 50 with basically base stats. Yes, he had two tackle busts in there, but he also had uh, an error and a missed tackle. So, um, you know, he if he keeps getting around the 60 to 70 minutes mark, he should be scoring around the 55 um, point mark, I would say. Um, definitely didn't have much... Um, in the way of attacking stats at all. So if he gets a, you know, a couple more tackle busts and a few more meters, like he's capable of getting 180 to 200 plus meters. Definitely. Um, Within, especially within 60 to 70 odd minutes, he's definitely capable of getting those meters. So yeah, look, if he, he's pretty cheap at the moment, his break even is 59 could give it one more week, I'd say. And if he, you know, if he, if he gets a, over that break even, he's only going to make maybe five to ten k at max, so he's definitely um one to look at maybe this week or next if he can get those minutes still in the seventy minute range. Mm, yeah, no, i I do like that very good pickup, I think, um,
2: especially looking at that round seventeen, uh, which the Cowboys play. But the other yep. option was uh, Tom Gilbert finally getting a spot in this team and looked good. I thought I thought he was um up and about sort of everywhere. Um line break, three tackle breaks, um, you know, base stats everywhere, nineteen tackles and decent um decent meters. If he gets more minutes, um he starts getting around, you know, in the mid forties. Um I really like that option as well. Tom Gilbert looked good in this team, so I think that's someone that they have to stick with.
1: Yeah, he do you reckon he could snag a, a start in the middle? Because if he um, does, he gets more minutes there, and that could be like an easy...
2: Cohen has copped an injury, so, you know, yeah. Lachlan Burr or Tom Gilbert now will probably start, or Frankie Molo actually probably starts. Um,
1: yeah. But probably not an option in Classic at the moment, but definitely a good draft option because no one would have him. Not a no. I uh, don't mind yeah. it. Stop it. Yeah. I've
0: just put it at RFA request for him. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel, enough. Mooney, you've got enough. Don't be greedy. <laughs> I, I just gave you AFB back, so don't you dare. All right, all right,
1: all right, right. yeah, anyway, that's um, that's
0: on record, that's on record, that's a verbally binding contract.
1: I didn't say anything about not going for him, though. I'm Daniel,
0: Daniel, Daniel, enough. You, you made Tino, you, you picked Tino, you made your bed, lie in it, all right, but he only has two bottom
1: two team. I need players, (laughs) yeah, hurts, dummy. Kayla, if you listen to this, cop that. Yeah, but also, yeah, good job, <laughs> yeah. Uh, boys. Anyway, really do we? Awesome,
0: do we, yeah. we don't want to touch on. you don't want to spend the next twenty minutes talking about the cows. Just me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, boys. Let's get on to uh, Para and Warriors. Cracking game, just quietly again. The um, you know, bit a bit of a bit of a seesawing affair. Both both teams look really really good in patches. Um, Mooney, why don't you kick us off, mate?
2: Yeah, I might start with um, the Warriors. Let you talk about your boys, Daniel. Um, yeah, some interesting, some interesting um, fantasy scores here. Looking at looking back at this game, um, look. Obviously, the big talking point is going to have to be Reese Walsh, right? He um, played 46, 46 minutes and looked unreal. Scored a scored a try and. You know, smashed out seventy four, and he was just in everything. Three line breaks, seven tackle breaks, line break assists, tackles, one hundred fifty nine meters. Just he, it was in everything. How Um,
0: how about when Gutho ran him down twice though, just quietly? Yeah,
2: he's not as quick as not as quick as Gutho, and you know, but but, jeez, he's good. Ah, he's so good. So, um, yeah, he's up around the four hundred k mark now. So, looking bit expensive to get in unless you like him as a long-term option Um, especially you know even though he's going to be coming off the bench probably paying around these 45 anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes I can see him playing and you know they've come out and said that um, he'll come on and play fullback and RTS will move to the wing which brings me to my next point next point that RTS is probably a sell if that happens the fact that he's not playing you know 80 at fullback is you know big ouch uh for him. Um we'll probably you know move Rocco Berry to the bench when that happens so um it's a bit hard bit hard for the young fella. Um but yeah you know if you're RTS owner I'd be concerned and would be looking to sell. Um apart from that um Toe Harris pumping out another consistent score. Uh Josh Curran um fifty three and thirty three minutes was looking like he was gonna get a monster score and then copped an unfortunate injury to the elbow. Um at the moment they haven't really just come out and said what it is, um yet, but he's looking at two to eight weeks on the sidelines. Uh anywhere above four weeks and I'd be looking to sell him, I think. Unfortunately for Josh we been looking red hot, so um Yeah, that hurts. Yeah, I think that he's a sell if it's anything longer than, than or four weeks or longer um, in my books, which um, means that Baylor Sirinan could come on and be the new 80-minute um, second rower, or Eli Katoa might come back into the picture. But, um, yeah, it's an interesting one to watch. And Wade Egan copped a head knock, or he copped some sort of injury as well, I think. Um, I think I saw him go down to the room. So, Just Tavanga might become, you know, fantasy relevant again if he... He got some decent minutes in the front row, so... Um, is kind of one to watch for me. Uh if he gets minutes back and starts hitting these fifty plus scores again, um, I don't mind that option. But otherwise yeah, he's
1: that's... lost a lot of cash, hasn't he? Yeah,
2: yeah. He's been very underwhelming from the bench, you know, hasn't um, had that impact that he has in previous seasons uh, unfortunately. So yeah. It kinda of sucks to see, but you know, oh well. We'll wait and see how he goes. Sixty minutes is pretty is pretty good for him though. If he plays around yeah. the if he keeps those minutes then I like that option.
1: Yeah, Fair enough. I'll talk about Parramatta then. Um, go for it. Yeah, pretty good game for Parramatta. I was, uh, to be honest, shitting my pants when Welsh came on. <laughs> he looks so goddamn good. Um, I don't know how he's not playing 80 for the Warriors, but I guess I've got a lot of players there that could be playing. So, um, yeah, that's unlucky for him, but he's going to be a, a star in the future anyway, so he's got plenty of years to go. Um, Parramatta, though, uh, very good to see uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard go over for two tries. Um, when he got that ball in the middle and had to run 20 meters and put a step on, Oh, loved seeing that (laughs) sending RTS. I think it was the wrong way. Oh, you don't see that often from a front rower. Um, Yeah. He scored 62, uh, which is good for him. He's not, Generally a a high score unless he has some attacking stats to his name, uh, RCG. So that's good to see. Uh, Moses as well looked like he was on track for a big score as well um, at halftime. I think he was on 40-odd points as well. Um, Only ended up getting a 60, still very good for him, but um, definitely could have been higher. Um, Didn't get 400-plus kick meters like he normally does, so that was a bit of a letdown, but was there in uh, the attacking stats, had two try assists, uh a line break and uh, obviously his goals to his name so yeah um still looks good for a halves option going to be scoring around that 60 mark which is awesome um madison again backed up his score last week i think he got 60 mid 60s last week and backed it up with a 55 albeit including a try um not as good in base stats this week as he was last week but yeah that try kind of helped him get back up there still lost a bit of money um and is down quite low I don't know if he's a definite go-to option with that score this week, even if it was a 55, it had a try. So if he gets the same kind of stats um, or base stats going forward, it's only sitting around a a 50, a 45 to 50 score. So one to be a bit concerned about um, if you are a Matto owner, which at the moment, not many people are, but there was a few teams that got on him this week um, after his score last week. Um, Mahoney, again, with a good score, which is nice. Um, Jacob Arthur, also on debut, had a try and a, a a bunch of attacking stats, really, to his name and actually looks quite good as a good um steady hand next to Moses. Not a buy option because Dylan Brown's going to come straight back into the squad when he's back from suspension. But um, yeah, um, for the time being, he's he's been very good for, for Parramatta.
0: Just on Jacob yes. Arthur, just quietly. How about his first three touches getting absolutely drilled? Yeah.
2: <laughs> they a they made a point of targeting him. Chanel absolutely. Harris-Tavita, oh, lined my... him up.
0: <laughs> oh, Bear Moody is at the same time just oh, just, oh <laughs> the poor bugger. Honestly, welcome to first grade, young fella. But then he obviously gets the last last as
1: a try, and gets the dub.
0: Yeah, but still, I mean, boy oh boy.
1: Smart for them targeting him early. Um, obviously wanted to put him under and then run at him as it much as they could later in the game. But yeah, so it did
2: the ball? Yeah, no, I, I was very happy with this performance. I think looked good. No errors. Uh, you know, a few missed tackles, but no, you know, probably expect that. You know, he's going to be targeted in attack. Um, yep. yeah. Yeah, very good so. uh, debut.
1: Yeah. Nice and tidy. Can't wait for the future of that young kid. See what happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah, outside of that, the other big fantasy relevant one is Isaiah Papali'i, who only managed to get 37 uh, with no real attacking stats. Um, he had two tackle busts, but also missed two tackles. Had 20, he made, what, 35 points in base stats with 150 metres, which is, it's pretty high. He got, he got, got rotated with stat. the
0: GOAT, though. He got rotated with the GOAT. So, he, was, he was a victim of the Cardi party.
1: Yeah, so this is uh, this is going to be an issue because the more minutes... Bryce Cartwright gets the less Papalite he's gonna get. Because I thought he was gonna rotate with Nathan Brown if Papaliti was put on the bench or something like that. Or even Bryce Cartwright was gonna rotate with Nathan Brown, but it looks like Papaliti's minutes are getting cut based on the bench rotation at the moment. So generally he gets around that 60 minute mark from when he starts from the bench. Um he'll come on and, you know, play around that 60 minute mark, but play in the middle, which means he gets a lot more tackles. Um, but it looked like he didn't play in the middle at all from what I saw um, on the weekend. So a bit concerning if he stays on an edge. Uh, definitely needs time in the middle to get his base stats up. Um, one to keep an eye on. If you were only using him as a cash cow, I mean, definitely this week would be the time to get off him, but he should be a season-long keeper um, as long as he keeps coming on and getting some minutes in the middle. Um, one to keep an eye on if you're concerned, though, because, yeah, that could be an issue long-term. He might drop down to maybe a, a mid-40s scorer um, if that's the case from an edge. Um, yeah, one to be a bit concerned about. But I'd say that's about it from the Parramatta team, uh, unless you boys have anything else you want to touch on.
2: Yeah, well, I just wanted to say I wouldn't be too concerned if uh, you said, you know, you should be concerned about, you know, Matto and Puppley and whatnot, but I wouldn't be too concerned. Look, Matto he's come back and he's had... Two or three games. He pumped out 70 last week and 55 this week. Um, right. you know, I think unless he gets consistent scores in like the 30s or the low 40s, you know, in a few weeks' time, then I might be concerned. But at this point, I think Mado and Publi is still also
0: red Yeah, Mado almost went very close to scoring another try as well. Yeah. He, um, he at very worst should have had a try assist, but he decided to go the whole hog and then ended up grounding it about an inch short. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> could have had a massive week just quietly. Could have been, um, well, I say massive could have could have been a really you know really nice week for him, but yeah, so yeah, but yeah,
2: yeah I just, that's definitely a good option. Matter could be a cheeky point of difference in your yeah. I agree. Address. I tend to
0: agree, especially during yeah. the period with Frizell out and lots of stuff. Exactly.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. And um, yeah, it's we just haven't seen, I guess, enough of how Parramatta are rotating these two when they're both starting. I think that's the mm. main thing. Um, especially that's, when that's you've got a legitimate
0: got, concern though. That is a legitimate yeah.
1: concern. You've got two edges in the way of Bryce Cartwright and Sean Lane on the bench, so yeah. Um, I think Sean Lane played, will play more in the middle, like a
2: lock roll or maybe even prop if they're not going to play Ray Stone there. Um, and Bryce Cartwright's probably a bigger issue. And I think that Matto keeps playing 80, but probably he would be the one that will lose minutes because he's like an impact player. Um, yeah. He can still have an impact in 60 minutes of footy. Yeah. Um, so, and, and then Bryce Carr, I can come on and rotate through, you know, the middle for 20 and then move to an edge for 20 and to have his impact. And uh, Parramatta are pretty happy because it has been working for them. So I wouldn't be surprised if Matto just keeps playing 80 and probably will start losing a few minutes um, here and there, you know, some weeks more than others. but
1: Yeah. What is certain is Nathan Brown's definitely lost minutes. He was around the 40 minute mark this week. Um, only got a 50 with because he had a try. Um yeah, he's probably not a, an option in the near future. While these players at Parramatta's um, team are all fit, so yeah, yeah, Nathan Brown's been a sell since week
2: two. He's still yeah. a sell,
1: <laughs> correct?
0: <laughs> anyway, no, I on. I just quickly shout out, shout out Gutho. I just want to talk about one play in particular. Shout out Gutho's work rate, I mean, I, I think you'll remember this. He uh, he made a, a, a try-saving tackle down the left wing uh, after a break. It, oh, I say try-saving. There was a little half-break down the left wing. He gets back, gets back to the try line, trails the play, makes it all the way across the other side of the field. Eventually, Aiken knocks the ball on, but Aiken was in space. But Gutho managed to track the length of the field, made made a play, stopped a stopped a potential try-scoring situation. Then tracked the play all the way. It was just it was just insane to watch live. The amount of work that Gutho got through, I, you don't fully appreciate it because you see how much he moves off the ball, and it was just yeah. just insane to watch. It, out of all the games I watched, he he is probably the hardest working man in rugby league. It was insane, just yeah. just the I work would, rate he got through.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. He does like you see it in these K's as well. I'm pretty sure they have stats on that on the Parramatta side as well. He works I'd, I'd love to look so it much, much him. harder. Yeah, yeah, than everyone.
0: He is he's, he's just insane. He was just yeah. yeah. The work rate was just ridiculous that he got through. But, uh, yeah, anyway, that's just something I wanted to touch on because it was just it was just phenomenal. Watching it live, you just get a whole new appreciation for it. Um, all right, boys, yeah. blowout city for the last two games. So let's get on to the Storm and the Dragons. Uh, Daniel, do you want to kick us off?
1: I'm sure. Look, I'll talk about the Dragons just because they're a bit more interesting because the Storm just always score big. Um, Ravalawa got three tries and actually looks like a decent finisher on the wing there. Um, with for 79 points he'll probably be suspended though i think this round is that yeah, the case he's put in
2: his early guilty plea. He'll yep.
1: play he'll come pay two weeks I yeah think. so yeah he's out for the next couple of weeks um albeit you know he's not really a fantasy option anyway but you know had a good score this week and decent a decent option in draft when he plays you know um <laughs> Outside of that, Josh Kerr as well had a big break in the middle. <laughs> Saw those big legs pumping, um, got a 69. Um That's... looked quite good. Yeah, very nice. Um outside of that, this Dragons team really struggled. They were kind of trounced again by the by the storm this week. Um Ben Hunt only managed a 37, didn't have anything in the way of attacking stats at all, missed five tackles and struggled through the game. Um the only real saving grace here that had a decent score. I'd say for the Dragons was Jack Bird in terms of a center score. You know, he had a thirty three, which is you know, you'd take that from a center. Um, outside of that, everyone else at this in this Dragons team struggled. Corey Norman with a thirty two, McCulloch only managing thirty, Dufty as well, only managing thirty and he's uh, probably going to be out for a decent amount of weeks with a shoulder injury. So, um, not great for the Dragons there. They he's their main, you know, attacking player and provides a lot of spark. So, not looking good for the Dragons for the next couple of weeks. Uh, Josh McGuire as well with that hip drop tackle. Uh, was it hip drop for, tackle? Or was yeah,
0: it? him, him, and yep. are both gone for five weeks.
1: Yeah, they're they both just, done. eh? Yeah. Hey? yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah both uh... gone,
0: both gone five weeks. They've accepted the um the early gillsy. Uh, and just on McCulloch as well, he went off for his HIA. Um, So he spent the full 15. So he missed 15 minutes as well. So he probably would have gotten a a better score as well. But yeah, he went off. They had scans for facial fractures, but he seems to be cleared of those. So it's just going to be whether he passes concussion protocols and onto to jazz.
1: Yeah. I I think even if he played 80 without that HIA, like he probably still only would have got around the 40 mark anyway, because normally he's from about the 65. He got, 64 minutes so generally at around that point in time he's on around 40 45 already because he normally makes around 50 to 60 a game so um yeah i think it's just a case of you know storm really just controlled the game had most of the ball and none of these dragons players got to do anything really um and that was basically it um yeah like i said fumarino only managed 30 minutes before he was sent so yeah he's going to be out for a while um Josh Maguire was the only main one, I guess, because he was looking like a decent scorer um, playing big minutes at lock. Um, still played 68 minutes with a, being binned and only managed 29. So um, yeah, made a lot of tackles, but nothing in the way of attacking stats in terms of meters, tackle busts, anything really for him. So yeah, that's all all she wrote really for the Dragons. They're going to be struggling for the next few weeks. Yeah, I think if you hold on
2: to Daniel Alvaro, he's um, someone that you'd you know, hold on to a little bit longer now that Josh McGuire is out for five weeks. Alvaro's minutes will go up a little bit more, so um, he comes good back shout. to being fantasy relevant, and will make a little bit more cash. And you can sell him again around these buy rounds. One, you can upgrade um, Pit and Dragons play the round thirteen buy, so he, you know you can play him up to then and sell him if you want to. Um, not a bad option there. Yeah, very um, good shout. But we'll move on to the Storm and look. It's kind of the case of who didn't score well here because. All of them, 1-18, to 18, <laughs> scored <laughs> decently. Um, you know, obviously the big talking point, I think is going to be a little poppy. Um, getting the call-up was all very excited um, until he went off with his um, HIA and failed that. So being cleared of all, you know, head and neck injuries, which is great to see, um, just whether he passes um, HIA protocols throughout the week. Um, 6 day turnaround, I'd say he probably doesn't play. Um you know, wouldn't want to risk him. Nico Hines is in great touch. So I'd say that they just play Nico Hines back and fullback and, you know, rather Jacks can play at six or something like that. So that wouldn't surprise me if that's the case. But, you know, same funny things in this game. Um, Raymond Smith ticking on with another nice score. Same with Josh Um, Yeah, geez, who didn't score well? Look... Big fantasy players um, from this Melbourne Storm team didn't re- didn't play. So, if you have any of these players, good for you. Um, but I probably wouldn't be rushing out to pick any of these uh, any of these players. You know, Raymond Smith. You know, probably the highest owned of the lot. Justin Ollam as well um, is a decent option. He's had a good year. So he's still averaging around probably the mid forties to be fair. So they've kept their scores going well. Jerome Hughes is good. I think he's had a three-game average of around 670, I think. Uh, so he's in great touch at the moment. Um, yeah, look, don't really want to go into anything more in particular. Um, Storm looking good. what's <laughs> we'll to take away from that, unless you wanted to talk something more specific on the Storm team. but well,
0: No, it, guess... it's tough to say, I suppose, with, with half their squad missing, they still put 50 on or 44 on. It's just ridiculous, isn't it?
1: Yeah, like you touched on Jerome Hughes. He's the big talking point, I'd say. He's scoring, you know, out of the two halves there. Obviously, they both score well in terms of Munster and Hughes, but Hughes seems to be the the big winner um, at the moment with um, Munster out. Had a try and he's had his hands in everything, basically, that they did. So, yeah, um, Hughes looks an absolute treat if you have him. Probably wouldn't buy him now, though. He's very expensive. Unless you
2: rate him as a... You know, big name monkey. Keeper, oh, yeah. you know, someone that can partner, Nathan especially
0: during, um, I was going to say, especially during origin period because, um, the Storm do play that round 13 by, so who knows? You know, it's probably not a oh, terrible she... shout.
1: Yeah, I guess he's he's probably up there with your, you know, your obviously your Munster and your Moses. Um, obviously not going anywhere would near you... your Cleary level, but yeah, would
0: you have him above Munster? Probably, yes, yes. yeah, yeah, I would have thought so too. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, yeah, it's actually sneaky. Yeah, not not a not a terrible shout at all. Um, but is there anything else you want to touch on from that game, boys? It's tough because a bit of a blowout, so it's not really anything too yeah. exciting. This I'm next game, though, uh, whoever gets to talk about the Panthers is a lucky man. So I'll, I'll go to you, Moon. Uh, Panthers and Titans, forty-eight to twelve, far away, mate.
2: Yeah, I want to talk about the
0: King. Um,
2: so I'm gonna. <laughs> you
0: you talk can talk about, about me go if go you want to, it, but <laughs> I thought you'd probably go. Probably go fantasy wise. But yeah, you talk about me. Feel free.
2: Yeah, righto. So, um, Tom Birmingham 1-13, pretty good, eh?
0: Nah. <laughs> yeah, not bad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: nah, look, this Panthers team, how good are they? They are red hot. And again, once a, it's sort of a case of who didn't score well. Um, Actually, that's a lie. Matty, um, Matty Burton and Brian Toto, um, a few very underwhelming scores for them, you know, compared to how they've been scoring over the last few weeks. But Dilly Edwards is looking like a cheeky point of difference option in your wing of fullbacks. Um, you know, he's been scoring well all year, so um I like that option there. Stephen Crichton, we've been talking about him over the last few weeks to um to get him into your centres. Um no tries this week with a with a fifty two, so just proving that um, we're always right, clearly. Um now Brian Toto, he just didn't get the tackle breaks that he that he um, seems to get one. I think that's probably I reckon that'd be his lowest of the year in a single game. So um, and it's probably same for metres covered. 165 metres, not bad by any means, and still probably comfortably his lowest, I'd say. Um, but look, let's, let's talk about Nathan Cleary. How good is he? 144 fantasy points, obviously a record. Three tries, two try assists, 173 metres, nine tackle breaks, three line breaks, two line break assists, offloads, tackles, kick metres. Jeez, doesn't
1: stop.
0: Yeah, let the boys down though. He had a missed tackle, so just bear that in mind. Could could have been on for one forty
1: six, <laughs> just saying. One forty eight penalty as well. Oh yeah, true. Nathan, Step up, Nathan. You know Nathan. Sorry, I'm wrong. <laughs> Lifty game. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, how good is it? Um, yeah, big time cheat code. Look, I'd honestly um, break your team to get him in. Um I think I think you're well behind the pack if you don't have Nathan Cleary in this squad just I as can a confirm. Yeah, look at
0: this. <laughs> behind the pack is not ideal. When you've got someone
2: who's averaging 96, it's you're gonna be struggling not to have him and captain every week. Um, I think he was up around the 42% of teams captained him, or 49 maybe. Um, and you know, deserves every percent, probably should be around 100%. Let's be real, but that's okay. Um (laughs) Who else is there that we could talk about? Happy Coruscal um, getting decent minutes, but not pumping out the fantasy scores I want to be seeing for him to pick him up. Um, hopefully he loses a bit of cash, hit some late season form that'd be nice. James Fisher Harris rewarded those um, few that own him with the sixty-six with a try two weeks in a row. That was good. Um, otherwise, yeah, Isaiah was pretty handy as ever. um sixty and sixty-two minutes. But otherwise, it's probably about it for this Panthers
1: team. Um. Yeah, yeah geez, just, like good. it's way too good. Just a comment, though. How did how did Brian Toto not spend 10 minutes on the sideline with the HIA after seeing Herman SASA come flying out of the line? What, I think the fact like that he hit? bounced back up and
2: was ready to punch on with Herman SES, he gave the fact that, yeah, he's um, <laughs> Oh,
1: still, <laughs> he though, I thought okay. any contact like that, I just assumed that they come off for 10 minutes. Like, it's really, given this day and age. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. He did bounce up. He bounces up of every shot, really, though. Yeah, it does surprise him. But look, um probably should have
2: spent ten, um, 10 or fifteen on the bench how long HI is it these days, but yep. uh, well, it is what it is. Um, I'm sure he'll be he'll be alright. He's got a hard noggin that kid, so
1: Fair. Anyway, speaking um, uh, about the Titans now, so um very interesting to see, you know, Tino almost top scorer in this Titans squad this week. Um came away with a fifty from sixty minutes, which is Good to see for people that kept the faith in him. I know our very own um, Mr. Josh Halliday um, dropped him last minute, so unlucky, Josh. Um, look, the Titans team altogether just didn't really perform well. Similar to the Dragons team, they were trounced by the the, the Panthers, and yeah, didn't really have much of footing in this game. Uh, still, good to see that Fogarty got got away with a 48. Um, some good base stats there: 340 kick meters, 20 odd tackles. Um, and a tri-assist at the end there to boost his score up as well, which was good. Um, He's still looking like a good option, obviously, when they get beaten this bad. Um, no half's going to have a, a good game. So um, good to see that he almost got a 50 still um, in base stats. Um, still looks like a, a decent option at his price as well at 650K. Um Outside of that, pretty poor scores across the board from the Titans. Brimson still managed a 35, but with a try. Um, what other fantasy options are there here in the Titans Titans team? Fodawaka, 39 from 48 minutes. Peachy was probably the big one that most people have. Only got a 27 with still decent minutes in the middle. It was mainly just because he missed so many tackles, missed six tackles. Um, but other than that, played not too badly, um, really. But, yeah, he... Yeah, really, really struggling there. Is he out this week, PG? Am I, am I missing yeah, something? Two weeks, yeah, two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, okay, I thought so. Yeah, so he's going to be missing, and a lot of people are probably relying on him. He's in 70% of teams, so uh, yeah, he's probably the best center 70% option. 70% of teams? 17. Oh, 17, geez, right. Yes. Fair enough, that um, would make more sense. Yeah, he's, um, he's probably the best center option, I guess when you've got a middle playing center. Yeah, he's definitely a go-to. So he's probably the best center option there is in fantasy, and... A lot of teams are going to be missing him this week. Um, but, yeah, good for some teams that are probably eyeing him off because he'll better lose than, a bit uh, of cash.
0: Better than James Roberts, you reckon?
1: Uh <laughs> Sorry. Had to bring that up, Bermot. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, that's a weekly Sorry. dig. Sorry. <laughs> it has to be
0: done. We has to be done.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, that's that's really it. Um, he's probably the only real big fantasy option here from the Titans. Um, so, yeah, that's it, really, I'd say. Titans struggled. Yeah. boy
0: howdy did they <laughs> that's that's the kind of keen analysis that uh that people come here for hey,
1: it, every every week <laughs> so we're talking the about now, the team that plays the panthers struggled but we can't just say that the panthers are way too good no one's going to beat them this year you've got to you be know, like oh you, you know, know they, were, they were in it i loki
0: i'm loki so proud of the cowboys that we, we you know they got beaten 28 nil it could have been so much worse when they when they played us in round one <laughs> Oh, I'm, glad, yeah. I'm glad we got them early, because honestly, you're looking at these guys now. I mate, Round 20-something, I think they play Melbourne in Melbourne, and I think that's the only game they might drop this year.
2: Oh, round yeah. Origin, it'll oh, be interesting, God. considering uh, can, like they could lose a bunch of players. right? They could oh, lose, yeah,
0: because Matt Bird's a shit replacement, Cleary. is he?
2: No, they could lose. <laughs> well, what if they lose Louis and Cleary and Stephen Crichton, and let's say Stephen Brian Toe
1: gets sure. picked? Maybe they put Luai as well at five eight. Maybe um, Appy for the combination there, because I know Andrew Johns has been talking about how good that combination will be having Corry Alclery and Luai in the New South Wales spine. I like, was less thinking about Corry. I was more thinking I was Yo at lock. Oh, that as well. Yeah, there's a oh, lot hey, of plays you could pick.
0: Don't worry, it doesn't matter. They they play the Tigs round thirteen in that in that buy matchup, so they're not going to oh. drop that. Then All they right. got the Sharks <laughs> round fourteen. They're sweet. <laughs> They're no, not okay, they're... A Game Boys.
1: Yeah, Look, right round. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, we could see Cleary beat this score in round twelve. They're playing the dogs uh, right before Origin, boys. That it's going to be an absolute blowout. They're going to score at nearly eighty points. Surely. Is he in Origin camp by then? No, it's after yeah, that game, 12. right? After round twelve. They yeah, I camp. think
0: that's the last game. that they go into camp on that Monday or something like that.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yeah. they are out, but for the weekend, maybe they'll rest them. But I doubt it. Right, that's, that's a big the... that's a big game to get some like you know points up um in terms of the ladder. Yeah, but not correct. that the Panthers need it.
0: Yeah, all up uh, all up an interesting round of footy though, boys. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see how this you know this new sin binning and, and um uh, and send off interpretation sort of plays out for from a fantasy point of view as well because we could see a lot of. You know, a lot of people, especially if it comes early in a game or something like that, like it did with Josh uh, Papaliti you know, and that sort of stuff. So we could be, um, yeah, food man, Yeah, it's be honest. And then obviously, if, when if Parpy get, you know, things like that happen to Parpy and
1: that sort of stuff, you know, I'm a I'm a nervous TPJ owner right now.
0: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like it's it sounds silly, but that's like a that's like a legitimate concern. Yeah. You know what
1: he I mean? Could be, he could be, yeah, he could be sin bin nearly every second game, to be honest. Yeah, uh, but the,
0: you know, you got you got guys that have a tendency for the old, you know, the old swinging arm and all sort of stuff. And with the, with the game playing at the, you know, at the speed that it currently is, it's a, it's a recipe for uh, for offs and sin bins. So you know, I
1: love the I love the commentary for the Dragons game. It was like, yeah, if you had to bet on someone getting Sinbin from this game, Maguire's a a, a short dollar ten,
0: dollar, 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 yeah. I was gonna say dollar ten, Charlie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boy, exactly. Oh boy. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out next week, though. Whether they take you know take the foot off the gas a little bit with these sim bids and send offs because there was a lot of a lot of outcry. Uh, i, know, I a shitt- good thing, right?
1: Do, you, you reckon? Oh, don't don't, don't
0: start this now at the end of the pod.
1: Yeah, okay, we'll we'll leave this for another day. I'm <laughs> yeah, sure it's going to happen again this weekend, like you said. Yeah, it's, yeah,
0: yeah, that's all right. We'll get more into it later. But for that for for the for the round ten wrap up, boys, well done. That's all from me. You guys got anything? No, I'm pretty happy. Uh, beauty. I'll see you all well, back here for Teamless Tuesday. Hey.
2: Yeah. Okay. Cool. Sounds Beautiful.
0: Good. Thanks, boys. Thanks. <laughs> Cheers, Bella. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footy Brains podcast. Look out for our Round Eleven preview coming Wednesday.